Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot. It is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love that you are here. I love that you are listening wherever you are, whether you're in your car or you are at the office or you are in your home or you're cooking dinner. We're together. I love it. I love the way that we get to communicate and connect with each other. We are so lucky to live in such a time when we get to have these conversations without actually being in the same room together or without even having to be on the phone. Like we are so lucky to be able to communicate and connect in so many different ways. So like yay technology, right? Cheers to technology. So today's coaching topic Um, What I wanted to talk about today is all around ways, two things that combine into one. So unleashing your inner leader, that is one thing, Um, by breaking the habit and changing the pattern. So this topic has come up because it's something that I'm going through in my own life. So it's so perfectly timed because I love being able to talk about things that are positively working when I make shifts and habit changes and pattern changes. Like I absolutely love that because then I get to share it with all of you. So this is so amazing. So I talked about this the other day in my free coaching group. So... Every single Monday and Friday, I send a free coaching email to the women and I think I have a few men as well, to the women and the men um, who have blessed me and trusted me with their emails and they get a wonderful coaching email from me twice a week. And this was one of the topics and I got a lot of messages from it and a lot of feedback and lots of like ahas and oh my god you're singing my tunes. So I thought it it's definitely podcast worthy. By the way, if you want to be on that email list, you can just head to contagiouslypositive.ca and sign up. It's right there in the corner. You cannot miss it. And all you get are two emails from me a week. And they are strictly coaching emails. I am very respectful of your email. All right. And you can unsubscribe anytime if you're like, I don't like what she's writing. No hard feelings. So every single year, and I know I've talked about this before, but I just want to let you know that Every single year for probably like 20 years, um, but definitely consistently for 10, 
what I do is I take this like wheel of life, if you will, and I go around the wheel in all my life areas and I create a vision for each area. It's like a written version of the vision board. So it's my, my t- I look at my health, make sure that everything's on track there. I look at my relationships. I look at my financial wellness. I look at my career, uh, personal development, spiritual growth, places I want to travel, my home. Like I just kind of look at the wheel all as a whole and I think about, okay, what do I want this year? What do I want for 2020 and how do I want to feel? And then once I have the vision, then I create a goal. So this year while I was focusing on my career and I sat and I envisioned all the things that I wanted for my career and the growth and who I wanted to serve and what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to do and even all of the things that I wanted to let go of that were fun that I did enjoy doing but I just don't want to do anymore. I like envisioned it all. I envisioned what everything looked like and one thing that came up as I was going through this vision process was that I wanted to create a business that gave me more time freedom. That was a really, really big thing for me. When I became an entrepreneur, um, I believe it was in 2012 when I started Contagiously Positive and I began my coaching practice. When I shifted from the one-on-one coaching practice to trying to, to building a an online business with digital courses. I did that because I wanted time freedom. So it's not that I don't love one-on-one coaching. I love it and I still do it. And I do it for longer term clients. Um, But I also wanted to ensure that I had a business that I could just take with me anywhere. So that's why I decided in order to do that, back then time freedom was such a goal of mine, such a vision of mine, I created a couple of digital courses. But then I lost focus of my vision and I started to um, veer towards more things that weren't giving me time freedom and that weren't actually serving me or serving my business. So when I was doing the visualization, what I realized was, oh, I've been wanting this for a really long time. Why don't I have it? And that was actually the first step. What I needed to do first was I needed to become aware of why I didn't currently have that thing that I desired and why it was still sitting there on my vision unlived and also to pay very, very close attention to, okay, is this something that you really want? What can you do to get it? And what is in your way of getting that? So Before the end of 2019, because I do all of my visualization processes and goal setting typically in October, because I like to start in October and already be a couple of months ahead of the year before the new year starts, what I started to do was I just grabbed a notebook and at the the back of my notebook, I tracked everything that I did each day that was additional things that weren't on my original to-do list. So the things that I actually hadn't planned on doing that day that I was doing. And I did that because if I wanted more time freedom and I didn't have it, I needed to see why. So I had to pay attention, well, where is my time currently going? 
And is it serving me? Because obviously something is blocking me because I feel like I'm really busy and I feel like I'm doing a lot. However, I don't really have the time freedom that I want. I can't just grab my laptop and work from anywhere right now. What is going on? So I started to look at all the things that I was doing each day that weren't on my to-do list. And by the end of the week, of the first week, I instantly saw the most like, just it was a real eye-opener. I was spending hours, hours every single week working on things and doing things that were not on my list, but also hours on request from others. So things that were on someone else's to-do list, things that someone else wanted me to do for them, um, questions, tasks, like just like all of these little five minutes here, 10 minutes here, half an hour here. And at the end of the week, it was hours. So the thing about this is these were things that I made the decision because I really want that to be clear. It was things that I made the decision in the moment to say yes to without even considering my own schedule, my own to-do list, and all the things that I needed to tend to, all the things that I knew I needed to do so that I could create a business that would give me more time freedom. I was saying yes to those things because I wasn't being mindful. And that's how we, you know, that's how I got from like 2014 to now not achieving this original vision that I had of creating more time freedom in my business and slowly stepping away from the one-on-one coaching practice. That's what happens when we are not aware and when we're not mindful. It's super, super easy to fall into that habitual trap. We all do it. Like we all do this. So this isn't about like, oh my God, I'm such a bad girl. It's just, all right, break the habit, change the pattern, right? Create a new habit, create a new pattern. So what I also saw was that I was making a lot of choices and doing a lot of tasks that I thought, you know what, I'm I'm just going to do this. It's going to be a lot faster if I just do this by myself. Even though it wasn't my responsibility, it wasn't my task, if I had just spent five minutes teaching it, I wouldn't be taking the time doing it myself. Because in that, in those moments when we're like, oh, you know what, I'll just do it. It'll just take me five minutes. It'll just be a lot faster if I do it. We do it because we think it's easier. However, if we just spent a couple extra minutes teaching the other person how to do it, we would save so much time in the long run. Not that momentary time, but the next time that task needs to be done, we're not the one who's going to be doing it because we're actually teaching and empowering the other person to do it. This was not great leadership on my part, so I really needed to own up to this and be like, okay, it is not easier to do it myself. Take the time to teach someone else. So once I looked at all of that and I spent a couple of weeks like really seeing where my time was going, what I realized was that If I was going to create this vision that I had for more time freedom in my business, I was going to have to make some changes, right? I'm going to have to break the habit. I'm going to have to change the pattern. So before I even stepped into 2020, before I even set those goals, I took that list, all of the things that I wrote down and all of the 
uh, areas where I was putting my time and I decided that, okay, what do you actually need to let go of? And what do you want to let go of? Like, what are the habits that you want to let go of that are not serving you, that aren't on your original to-do list? And even if they are on your original to-do list, do you want to do them? What are the things that you're doing for other people? What are the things that you you should be delegating? Looked at all of those and I decided what I was going to let go of. So um, one thing was I looked at all the things I was doing that I really didn't want to do anymore and I made a list and because this is a process and it's not like I can just stop doing everything, I made a list of all of that um, and I'm keeping track of it and as I go, as I can slowly let go of those things, I'm letting go of them um, or I'm delegating them. So this was, this is really, really important for you to know that sometimes it is a process and it doesn't always happen overnight. Just be mindful of it that if you don't want to do your own bookkeeping and you're doing that, then maybe right now you're not ready for a bookkeeper or you can't afford a bookkeeper, whatever your position is right now, then it's on your list knowing that that is a future goal of yours is to hire a bookkeeper. If that, that's just one example, right? So look at all the things that you're doing that you don't really want to do anymore. And they seem to be like a regular part of your everyday to-do list, okay? Next thing is I was, I had to start to practice letting go of time wasters that I was only doing out of habit. Okay, this was really, really important. All these little time wasters that I'm doing out of habit. And what happens here is oftentimes we do these things that we think we should be doing, that we need to be doing without actually looking at it and we, we without questioning, does this really need to be done now? Does this really need to be done by me? Or am I just doing this because it's habitual? Okay, so I had to look at all of those things that I was doing just out of habit. So the next thing is I began to choose what tasks I should probably be delegating. So in my business, one of them is the bookkeeping. I, I know that I will have to delegate that. Um, I'm on a couple of committees. So there are some things on my on the committee that really shouldn't be my roles. It wasn't what was planned or agreed upon. And they really should be delegating because I was just doing it out of habit. I said yes to it a couple of times. And so it ended up being habitual. So a lot of the things on your habitual list might end up needing to be delegated, okay? So I started to do that. And again, this is this is all happening right now. So I'm in the process of doing a lot of these things. Um, next, I needed to stop doing things myself. And I'm still practicing this, but I'm getting really, really good at it. So instead of teaching someone else the steps to do it, I've been doing it myself. I needed to stop that. So what I've been doing is, and you'll start to see that a lot of the things that are that you don't want to do anymore, that are time wasters and habitual, things that you should delegate, um, all kind of fall under similar categories. So what I started to do was, okay, 
if you're going to delegate this, if you're only doing it out of habit, if you really don't want to do it anymore and you're going to give it to someone else and you're going to empower someone else to do it, start to make a process, put the processes together, put the steps together, really take the time to teach people. So that's what I'm slowly starting to do as well. And I've started to do a lot of it and it's been feeling really, really good. And then next... If I really wanted time freedom in my business, and I do, it's very, very powerful vision and goal of mine, I have to practice saying no. I say yes to a lot of things. I say yes to all of the networking events. I say yes to a ton of free speaking gigs. I say yes to a lot of paid speaking gigs that I really don't have the time to do because it's taking me away from the other things that I want to create. I say yes to a lot of projects. I say yes to helping a lot of people. I say yes to I say yes to being like a, a guest blogger. I say yes to being just, I say yes to a lot of things because I want to help people. Um, so I had to look at that because there's some things that even in the moment I knew, I know, and I knew that I should have said no to it, but I said yes. So these are all the things that I decided to take with me to become aware of and to start to practice and to start to change the patterns and break the habits on for 2020 and it's going really, really well. So it's been a couple of months and what I love about this and that's why I really wanted to come on and talk about this today is that this entire process has unleashed this really amazing inner leader in me. I really, really love that because it's helped me step into my full power. It's helped me to really be deliberate and intentional about the business that I'm creating and who I'm serving and who I'm working with and the projects that I'm working on. And that is leadership. It's also unleashed my inner leader because I'm helping by teaching someone else to do specific things instead of just saying, you know what, it's easier if I do it myself. What I'm doing is instead of disempowering them, I am empowering them. I am giving them the tools and knowledge that they need that maybe they've been afraid to ask for. So I really, really love that. It's also given me the opportunity to practice a lot of things that I really needed to practice, like saying no, that's a big practice of mine, letting go of habits that aren't serving me. I'm very habitual by nature, and even if it doesn't work for me, I continue doing it because I am just like, I just, I love habit. I love routine. There's just something about it. I, I just, I really get habitual in my routines. So I'm practicing that and being more flexible, which is making me a lot more fun. So I love that. Um, and it's also helping me to practice my respectfully assertive muscles and to stand firm in a decision that I make because Originally, I wasn't doing this because I was afraid of disappointing someone else because they've been so used to the way that it has always been. And that's usually what makes us so disappointed when someone's like, okay, I'm shifting, I'm changing. It's not that we don't want people to change. It's that we just really, really got used to the way it has always been. And we're like, okay, what does this now look like in my life, right? Like we're really selfish beings. So the reason why some people might be disappointed and why we are disappointed is because we instantly think, well, how is this going to impact my life, right? How is this going to impact me? 
But listen, what I do is about me. And as you're going to learn, as I take you through some of the steps, I've been very, very kind and compassionate and I've had really good positive communication about what I need to do in order for my business to grow to the business that I want it to be and to have the time freedom that I want. And people have been really, really supportive of that. So the last one, and this is still really hard for me because I'm a people pleaser. I am the, as I mentioned, I'm the, yes, of course, I can do that for you, people pleaser. And I want everyone to be happy. But what I've needed to do and what I'm practicing and have been practicing and have been doing is stopping before I respond. Stopping and saying, give me an hour and I'll get back to you. Give me a day and I'll get back to you. Give me 24 hours to digest this and I'll get back to you. Because what I've noticed is that by me jumping the gun and instantly saying yes, because maybe it feels really, really good in the moment, I've been sacrificing my own happiness for someone else's happiness. And we really don't want to do that. And that's definitely not serving my life. And it hasn't been serving my business because it's preventing me from doing what I need to do to not only grow my business to where I want it to go, to grow, um, but to give me also to develop the business in a way that I have that time freedom that I want, okay? I, I All of this, what I want you to know is... The best part of everything here, which which is my vision and was my vision and was the original thing that started all of this process in October, is that now a couple months, what I've realized is I'm actually beginning to stretch time. I have all these little pockets of time. All these little pockets of time because I was spending 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, an hour there, two hours here. And at the end of the week, I was like, I didn't even get to work on my own to-do list. Now I'm being intentional about making sure that my top three things on my to-do list get done. I'm finishing and starting the projects that I've been putting off that I didn't have the time for before. I'm bringing back to life projects that I thought I'm never going to be able to get to this. I'm actually having more clarity about the things that I want to do. And I'm beginning to see that this time freedom that I am envisioning is is possible. It is possible. So this is really, really amazing. And whether you're listening to this because you want to stretch time or you're listening to this because you want to um, break a habit, like whatever it is, or you're listening to this because you want to unleash that inner leader in you, it doesn't matter. Like the things here, everything has a domino effect. Everything has a domino effect because as you can see, just having that little vision of time freedom for my business has had a domino effect on my life. It's had a domino effect on the way I'm running my business. It's have, have had it's had a domino effect on the way I communicate and it's have it's had a domino effect on the way I say yes and the way I say no. It's really been empowering. But it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy because in all of this, what happens, and I think the reason why myself and so many of us actually stop from creating this life that we want to and, and, and actually like taking our visions and making them a reality is that we have to have sometimes some difficult conversations. Sometimes we have to make temporary uncomfortable choices. Sometimes we have to spend a little extra time training and teaching, right? Um, and sometimes saying no is not always a piece of cake. 
But even with all of that, even with that temporary discomfort, and it is temporary, sometimes so temporary that it's like a momentary discomfort, it's incredibly liberating. It's so liberating, right? It's so liberating to live to to live the life that we have designed for ourselves, the life that we've envisioned for ourselves, to work towards our goals. It's really really liberating and it's really really liberating to learn ways to to speak to people, to share with people, to communicate with people why we're doing what we're doing and why it's so important and then to have their support. And that's what happens here as well. So Well, I want to ask you a question. Before we go any further, I want to ask you a question. Why do you think that your pleasure, your to-do list, your wants, your needs, your goals, your desires, your visions, why do you think that all of that has to come after you help someone else achieve all of theirs? This is a really great question to ask yourself because what I realized when I was going through this whole process was that the reason why I wasn't achieving my goals was because I was in my own way. And I was in my own way because I was making everybody and everything else more important. So I had to be a little selfless, selfish. Um, I had to be a little selfish, selfish and selfless towards myself. But it's not really selfish. It's not like I'm telling everyone to hit the road and I don't want to work with them or help them anymore. I'm just being more intentional about the way that I'm doing it. I'm ensuring that my cup is being filled as well, that my goals are being achieved as well, that my to-do list is getting done as well, so that I don't get to six months from now and I resent everybody in my path, right? And also what I want you to really understand here is I'm not pointing any fingers. I am fully 100% taking responsibility for the fact that I'm here because of the choices that I made. I'm here because I said yes. I'm here because I said no. I'm here because I didn't delegate. I'm here because I didn't take the time. I'm here because I wasn't being aware. I'm here because of my habits. There's no finger pointing here. This whole process isn't about telling someone else or everyone else that they're wrong, that they've been taking advantage of you or telling them to take a hike and how dare they interrupt your time. This isn't about that at all because there is no blame. There's no blame on yourself. Even though I'm taking responsibility for my actions, I'm not blaming myself. It just is what it is. And now that I know better, I'm going to make different decisions. I'm going to be mindful, right? And when we put the blame on other people, we're not actually taking responsibility for, for, for what we did and the decisions that we made. And then we just end up right back where we are. Because listen, if we keep saying yes, they're going to keep asking. It's that simple, right? It's that simple. If you keep doing it, they're going to keep expecting you to do it. They're not going to be like, you know what? You keep doing that. Let me take it over from you. They're going to love that you're doing it. And if you don't say anything and you do it with a smile on your face, but inside you're like burning with resentment, they're not going to know that because they're not mind readers. All of this is simply just patterning and it's a habit that both parties have gotten used to. We've gotten used to the way things are and now we need to break the habit and change the pattern. So if we can do that, if we can break 
the habit of doing it because it has always been that way, we can actually change the pattern to one that serves us, the one that serves our visions, our life visions, not just our business, but our life, but that also doesn't leave the other person feeling like they're left behind or making them feel like shit or making them feel unsupported or unworthy either, okay? So if you're thinking, oh my God, this is my tune. I, this is so me. This is all resonating with me. I really want you to stick with me because I'm going to actually go through some examples on how you can begin to practice this and unleash your inner leader and really break the habit and start to change the patterns. Okay. So where I really think that we should begin, because this is a, a block for many of us, is starting with saying no. This is so important, right? Saying no is a real challenge for a lot of us people pleaser, people pleasers. So what I want you to do is I want you to just imagine that you just got invited to something or you just got asked to do something, whatever it might be, and you know without a doubt that you want to say no. You want to say no, but your habit is like, oh my God, but I'm going to say yes because I want to please you. I want you to imagine yourself in that situation. And instead of saying yes, I want you to begin practicing saying no with kindness. Here's the thing. No is not a dirty word. No is not a bad word. No is not telling the other person, go fly a kite, okay? No is just no. So you just got invited something. You don't really want to go. You don't really want to do it. Perhaps you even got an invite for a volunteer board or it's just something you don't have the time for right now. You can simply say, wow, thanks, Alex. We'll use the name Alex, okay? Thanks, Alex. That sounds great, but it doesn't fit into my schedule at this time. Thank you so much for thinking of me. It is always so nice to be invited. I truly appreciate it. And please keep me in mind for next time. This is you being kind. This is you being honest. This is you showing appreciation. And when you match kindness, honesty and appreciation what you do is both parties leave feeling really good and you don't have to feel guilty right it's just purely simple it's not no go fly a kite I cannot believe that you asked me to do that have you not seen my schedule right go eat dirt it's thank you so much because it really is nice to be invited it really is nice to be appreciated appreciated and to be invited to these things but we get defensive because we want to say no and so we either say yes when we really meant no or we get defensive and then we make the other person feel really bad for asking okay okay so that's the first example next sometimes what often happens is we Want to say no when a coworker or a team member or a family member or just someone, someone asks us to do something. And instead of saying no, we keep doing it, right? And we keep doing it and we start to bubble up with resentment and we don't want that to happen. So if you're doing a specific task that's not actually your task, what you can do is you can say, Alex... 
Alex, poor Alex, Alex is getting a real lesson here. Alex, I think you were ready to take this on. I should have handed this over to you months ago, and I apologize for not taking the time to teach you. So what I'd like to do is I would, if you have the time, let's go through it together right now. Because listen, Alex, I have full trust that you can do this. And please ask me any questions because I want to ensure that you have everything that you need, that you have all the knowledge that you need to succeed. How amazing is that? That is delegation. That is leadership. That is empowering someone else. But also, Alex has been very aware that this has been his or her task and has been just allowing you to do it, right? So what you've done is you've made Alex accountable for the thing that he or she should have been doing in the first place. So now you both, are responsible. You're responsible for saying no in teaching, taking the time to teach. Alex is responsible for learning it and doing it instead of just constantly going to you to have it done. Okay? Super, super amazing. You were kind. You were honest. You took responsibility for not taking the time before. But now you're very, very clear. It's your turn. That is such a positive way to delegate. So when I started to take the time to teach people on my team and in my committee, uh, on my committee teams, like to actually teach them the steps and I was clear on what needed to be done and how it needed to be done and when it needed to be done and I really outlined it. This is when I found myself finding these little pockets of time. Because by saying all the time, I don't have time for that. It's easier if I just do it on my own. Well, what if I did that 10 times a week and everything took 20 minutes, right? So we're not actually gaining more time for ourselves. If we just took the time, we never have to do it again. And when we do it over and over and over again, day after day, week after week, we're actually losing time. We're just not aware of it, though, because it's little pockets, right? So also, again, I want to repeat this because I think it's so important. We do something really important as leaders, and that's to help someone else rise up, and that's to help someone else be great, and that's to help someone else accomplish what they need to accomplish. So I really, really love that. Okay. Now, this is a tough one, and this is one that I found myself in, and that was challenging, but felt so freeing and felt really, really good. What about all those things that you've outgrown and you know and have known that it's time to pass along the torch to someone else? So I just did this in my own life. I had a volunteer role that I had been a part of for a year and a half. And I just know, number one, I outgrew it. It was just no longer like the thing that was bringing me joy. And that's okay, by the way. That is totally okay. And number two, um, it was keeping me from working on my own business because I was spending so much time on it. So this was really important. So I had to have the difficult conversation. So if this is you and this is resonating with you, here is the way you can frame it. So Alex, we're just going to keep using Alex. Alex has had a tough week of hearing no. So Alex... 
I've been doing this for, this is when you're going to enter your time. I've been doing this for a year and a half and it's time for me to pass along the torch to someone else. I'm so incredibly grateful for this opportunity and I know without a doubt that there's someone even better who is just itching to take this over. I would love to hand this over to you by enter the date. So February 1st, whatever the date is, enter a date there and I'll make sure that the transition period, it goes as smoothly as possible. Let me know how I can help. Let me know what you need and let's schedule a handover meeting by this date. And again, enter another date. Here's what this did. This was honest. This was appreciative. This was you being helpful. But this is also you being very, very clear that, you know what, we need to do this by this date. Otherwise, I'm not going to be available for it. And it's going to be a lot harder for you to have the handover. So it's direct and it's clear about what you want and what you are going to do to help them to ensure that the transition is smooth. I really, really love this. So you see what I mean? Why I was talking about this is all breaking habits and changing patterns, but it's also unleashing our inner leader and it's also stretching time. This has had a domino effect on my life and it's been really, really phenomenal. So the last one is... Now you need to do some things about all of those tasks, all of those things, all of anything that doesn't involve someone else. It's just you, all those daily distractions, all those things you're saying yes to, all those things that you want to say no to, all the little things that you're doing throughout the day that you shouldn't really be doing or that are just habitual or that you're scheduling as urgent and are not really urgent and don't need to be on today's task task list, you're going to have to make a deal with yourself. This is going to have to be where you really put yourself first and become very, very aware. You're going to have to make sure that you don't break this deal with yourself. No matter how tempted you are, you really need to make your dreams, your to-do list, your goals, your calendar a priority. And the way you can do this is to every single day make a list of the things that must get done today or if you go to bed they're going to be tabs left open unfinished business that's going to keep you up these are the things that should be on your to-do list like three things a day okay and then while other things come in that's fine but at least you know you got those big ticket items done right away so And put them into your calendar. Don't just put them on a piece of paper. This is where I became very, very empowered. I put all of that into my calendar. And by doing this is then I become very aware of not just what I have to do that week, but what I need to do that day, what I want to do that day. And because it's in my calendar, it feels like it's an appointment. It like tricks my brain. So when I get invited to something, it can simply be, okay, well, I have to write Monday's coaching email. So why don't we, instead of doing this at two, why don't we meet at 3.30? Or it's just simply, I don't have the time at all. It's really, really amazing. And by putting everything into your calendar, you get the reminder. So you don't have to worry about like, where's that post-it? Where's that to-do list? Where's that napkin where I wrote that thing on? It's just clear. It's direct. It's organized. And it's prioritized. This is actually the only thing I need to get done today. 
all of the other things are bonuses. Then your nice people pleaser in you can come out and say, okay, well, what can I do to help someone else now, right? And that's what I've been doing. You know, once I get my top priority things done, I can then go and then I adjust my to-do list and I see what else I can get done. Or I can say, well, I would, I just want to spend a little time helping someone else on my committee or I'm going to spend a little extra time saying, oh, I know that this was your task, but I did a little research for you. Here's some information that can help you. Like, Again, this isn't about being an asshole and saying like, I'm never going to help another person again, or I'm never going to say yes again. It's about being intentional. And I really love that. And over time, these new patterns are going to be formed. These new habits will be formed. Everyone gets used to the new normal. And what happens is you just get so busy doing all the good stuff, all the fun stuff, all the stuff that you really, really want to do. There's no time for all the rest of the stuff anyway. There's just no time for it. You just don't have time for it. And you also, because a part of this is about unleashing your inner leader, you show other people that it's possible as well. So instead of constantly, this is the this is what I hear all the time. So how are you? Ugh, I'm so busy. I don't even have time to breathe. And I'm at fault for that. I used to respond that way too. Now I'm really trying to change that conversation and I'm really trying to show people and be and just be an example of, you know what? I I'm great. I had a wonderful day. I got done my to-do list. I got done three major tasks that I really wanted to get done. My business is growing. My business is thriving. I went on a wonderful date with my husband last night. I had time to put my child to bed. Like These are all the things that start to happen. And we want to show other people that it's possible, that it's not always like busy, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle until we burn out. It is possible to break habits. It is possible to change the pattern. It is possible to have those difficult conversations. It is possible to stretch time. And we do that by being very intentional about where we're putting our time. So when you break the habit, you change the pattern. And in that process, you unleash your inner leader. And in that process, you find pockets of time to do the things that you want to, that you want to do and that you need to do so that you can be, do, and have all that you desire. And that is pretty powerful, right? This is also powerful. So for me, listen, this is all has all become so much easier because I got very, very clear on my vision. And that's why I'm committed to doing this exercise every single year. And if everything is running smoothly and I don't need to adjust my vision, so be it. But at least I'm not going to get five years from now and be like, I don't have anything that I wanted on my vision. And that's what happens when we fall into habits. It's so easy to fall into habits throughout the year. And that's why we do this. That's why we get clear on what we want and we set goals around it. And then we take aligned action towards achieving those goals. And we put those things into our calendar and we say yes when we need to say yes. And we say no when we need to say no. And we delegate when we need to delegate. And we teach when we need to teach. And that's how we do all of this. So if this is something that's feeling really, really good to you, I wanted to take this process. So as I was going through this in October and November and December, getting ready for the new year, 
I sat down and realized, wow, this is really working. This stuff is really, really amazing. It is actually a lot simpler than I thought. Albert Einstein said Albert Einstein said it the best. He said, simplify everything. Simplify everything. And that's what I feel this has done. Simplify everything. How can you simplify it? And that's why I decided, I sat down one day and I said, I want to teach this process. I want to teach my visioning process, how I go through all my life areas. I want to guide people through that visioning process. And then I want to teach my way of setting goals and I want to teach what what we could do when obstacles and get very clear on our obstacles and get very clear on the potential solutions. I want to teach all of this stuff because if it's helped me, there's it's got to help someone else. And like at the core, I'm such a teacher. Like I love to teach. I love to serve. I love to share. And I don't like to keep any of this stuff to myself. So I sat down and for two hours and 44 minutes without stopping, without even needing an edit, which was so amazing, which is how I know it came from my heart. I created this process for you and it's called Creating Heart-Centered Goals and I teach you all of the mindset tools and the exercises and the little shifts and the way we become intentional and how you can sit in your visualization process and questions you can ask yourself and tools that you can turn to to ensure that you are in the driver's seat of your life and that you are being, doing, and having all that you desire. So if this is resonating with you, Creating Heart-Centered Goals is on my website, contagiouslypositive.ca. It's a two-hour and 44-minute digital workshop. And it comes, with an, it comes with a workbook as well. I think the workbook is 32 pages. It comes with the workbook and it's all of these exercises to help you get very, very clear so you can change your habits, so that you can change your patterns, so that you can create this vision, you can create these goals and you can unleash your inner leader and you can get to the end of the year and be like, holy shit, I have everything that I truly wanted. So contagiouslypositive.ca forward slash services. It's right there. It's called Creating Heart-Centered Goals. You can't miss it. There's a pretty pink beetle car on the graphic. It's there for you and it's only $97 and I'm so proud of it and I think this will really, really help you. So there we go, everyone. That is what's been going on with me. I hope that you found little nuggets in here that can serve you, that can help you, that you can incorporate into your own life. I'm sending you all so, so much love. And as always, be happy, be healthy, and be contagiously positive. And thank you for tuning in for today's share. Bye, everyone.